Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the Comedy Store in West Hollywood, California. That's right. We are on the road again. Anamana on the road again. I'm holding in farts right on the road again. That's right, people. We're here. We're in the West Coast. I'm here for the Live You Up podcast um, this week. If you came out, we already did L.A., San Francisco, and Portland. Tonight, we are in um, some fucking place. Uh, we're in Seattle tonight. Uh, Going to be Vancouver tomorrow. Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Austin. That's next week. So I got to get ahead. So I stopped over. And our good friend, Brett Erickson. Uh, what up, Brett? He's not even listening. He's helped us out to get over to the comedy store and open up the studio so I could get ahead a little bit for the next couple weeks so that you guys, you the listeners, wouldn't be left by your lonesome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I didn't want your Friday to get get lonely. You need Papa JT, the Wizard of Ha, tickling your ears every Tuesday and Friday. And I do want to thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep doing that. Make it your Instagram story right now. If I can get up from a hotel to get over here to tape a bunch of podcasts so that you won't, you'll have them, you can make it your Instagram story. Now I'm mad at you. Do it. Very excited about today's guest. She's been on before an OKP, original key player. Very happy to have her back. Blair Saki, thank you for coming back. Jared, hi. So- wow. It's great to be back on the fucking J train. That's right. All aboard. Woo woo. <laughs> so good to have you back. Uh, Blair's fucking hilarious. And it's like, you know, you go to LA and you're like, I want the LA people. That's what you are now, but you 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 moved. Yeah. So it's not like I can just be like, hey, come do the podcast. Right, right. We got to figure this out. I know. I appreciated you thinking of me. I've just been, you know, hiking and exploring citrus. <laughs> is that what you do? How has it been? You're from here, though. Yeah, I'm from Orange County. It's great. I I mean, I miss New York. I miss my friends. I miss um a million club spots. But sure. Besides that, it's great. I mean, I'm a lot skinnier. I'm happier. Awesome. Nothing, you know, nothing. Um, feels as, <laughs> nothing is as good as skinny nothing feels tastes as good as skinny yeah feels. that's a fucking lie um but yeah no it's great i love it here and i'm like being able to see my family and stuff i love your family posts oh, you put up a you. lot of family stuff and i enjoy it oh, i like nice. when comics are human yeah um which i think you are oh, thank um, you. but i like your stuff with your dad <laughs> your dad seems like a fun dude <laughs> Like he he seems like he's in great shape and he eats well, <laughs> but he eats refined. Like I, yeah. I for the listeners, it's such a weird thing to have this view into people's life through Instagram. And I have the, I know people have this with me because I just came from my parents' place. Oh, and like, I saw all the posts. Yeah, there's a, yeah. They, and I'm I'm posting beach I'm, by noon, beach baby. by noon. That's right. It's a lifestyle. It's a vibe. It's a mantra. Um, but I'm saying like I have my mom on there, and people are like more mom stuff, yeah. and I'm like I'm not gonna like fucking direct my mom yeah but i'm gonna like they're gonna be natural and something that i think but i it's weird because i'm like i i understand when people are like i feel like i know you and your family i know the vibe when i see your your dad on there i'm like i get the vibe ball busting dad (laughs) yeah uh gives you shit (laughs) loves you yeah but loves to know that he can needle you every day yeah 
Yeah, I mean, is that am I right? That's no, I the- mean, my parents. It's just an extreme situation. My parents are both in their mid sixties mm-hmm. and both have abs, and um, I hate them. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> hate to love them. My dad is just like he talks so much shit. He's very fu- he's very funny. Yeah, he um, seems it, and you've tweeted about him too. So I'm like, I know. Like I, I feel like I, I understand his type of comedy. Oh yeah, I try not. It it actually informs a lot of how I'm able to like, you know, a, a lot of like alt comments are like, "You like Burr?" I'm like, I identify so much with Burr. I yeah, like I, I. It's crazy. It's like crazy I'm like that... I know that person yeah, so much. Sure. Like, my dad's review of the Irishman was. I I like how the women get up from the for the men so they can sit down. That's the funniest <laughs> that's review. The, that's the takeaway well, that he got. It's also it shows you <laughs> what your dad's mad at secretly. <laughs> he's like sitting down places and he's like these fucking women. If it was the fifties, I'd be king. No, I think <laughs> you know? it's just like he knows I'm in comedy. He knows I'm in this hyper liberal, you know, situation. I so love it. he just is always. Well, I, I think also it's like it's funny that, you know, the person you're referencing that's like, I can't believe you like that. It's like, I can't believe you think you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe you can't understand how someone would think this is funny. Maybe it's not for you. Like, I yeah, I like bringing on to this podcast perspectives. Like, oh, that's yeah, why yeah, we yeah, do yeah. the show. We get a lot of similar emails, but right. it's also nice. That's why a new comic every time or new yeah. personality, it keeps it fresh because it's like, I don't know what, what side of the rope or whatever you're coming from. Right, but, right, right. But you, this is what makes it interesting and fun. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it's like, I, I, maybe someone's not my cup of tea, but I can understand why the tea is drank. Yeah, or another thing that I realize, like, if someone works their ass off, whether I like their comedy or not, like, I respect anyone that works super hard. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's like, also, like, you, you're hating on someone that brings enjoyment to my dad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys. I showed my dad Sebastian Maniscalco, and he was like, no, this is comedy. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I mean, everyone, everyone's aunt loves Sebastian. Yeah, I love Sebastian. And I do, too. I watch that thing, and I'm like, this is fun. This is <laughs> yeah. this is kind of what I'm going yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. I, I see stuff. So, I now... Are you living with your parents? No, they live in they live in Orange County, South Orange County. Okay, how, I don't know how That's far. That's like, sorry, yeah. Why would you know that? Uh, it's like um, almost two hours away. Okay, so I mean, they also look. I mean, you look very California, but they look yeah. the most California. Yeah. That's such a look, though. Like someone said that to me. I don't know what what that means to you when I say that, but someone says I get a lot of times. I'll get like, "You look Long Island." Right, right. And I'll go, "Okay, you fucking anti semite." You know, yeah. like I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's my first. Like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, yeah, no. You think I'm an ugly Jewish propaganda poster from the 20s? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was in New York for five years, and like the whole time I was there, everyone was no one thought I lived. Like everyone, it was fish out of water. But yeah. um, I also dress very, you know, Cali. Yes, you got the the look down. Yeah, I guess. I need everyone to go follow Blair right now. <laughs> She's fantastic and hilarious. At Blair Saki on Instagram and Twitter. At Blair Saki on Instagram and Twitter. Two C's, S-O-C-C-I. She'll be posted on my Instagram. Go follow her. Go support. She has a solo show called Chew On This. It's December 12th at 10 p.m. at the Lyric Hyperon. Hyperion. Hyperion. In LA, yeah. Okay, the Lyric Hyperion. Tickets on Lyric website or Blair Instagram bio. 
explain to the listeners because we have LA people. Yeah. I know they're out there. Mm-hmm. They're coming to the show in LA tomorrow. So right. they should go to your show. What is Chew on this? I have a slight idea of what it is. And I think we're going to talk about it for the next hour because I have a lot of opinions on these types of subjects. Yeah. But please inform the listeners what Chew On This is, a solo show. Well, I've never done anything like this. Mm. Um, like if I was You're a stand-up. Do... You're a hilarious yeah, stand-up. Yeah. So what... Well, it is only stand-up. I don't okay. like sing or dance or anything. Okay. Um, Thank goodness. Yeah, I mean, I already have this voice. Uh, but um, yeah, it's all about food. It's just a, all stand-up about food. I love this idea. Yeah. I, you know why I love it? You talk about working hard. This is a working hard moment. It's fucking to do one subject. Me. Yeah, but to do one subject, <laughs> yeah. that's like my goal. Like I do right. like I'll do uh, like 30 minutes of body image shit at right. the beginning of every show. Yeah. And I and I can see like sometimes I'll see like a dude be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. And I'll be like, "Yeah, don't worry. This will be over soon." Right, right, right. But it's tough to do that much material. So you're pu- which is great. You're pushing yourself. Yeah, thanks. And what made you want to do it? So I've always uh, had a lot of food stuff in my act, mm-hmm. and I and I've also had a ton of stuff written that I haven't even used because I was like, "That's too much fucking food I, stuff." I understand this completely. Like yeah. I've had moments where I'm like, like I've done a, I've been doing a lot of like hour sets at the cellar recently, and I'm like. I remember after one, I was like, I should have just done all dating stuff. I should have just right, pushed right, myself right. and struggled through it a bit yeah. to like see what this sounds like of an hour of dating stuff because I think I could do it, but I wasn't sure. Like this is, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm envious of your. It's this is tough to do. Yeah, well, I just did came off a of four months bravery. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, incredibly brave. Yeah. Um, I just came off a four month tour with Ron Funches. Okay. And like I was doing, you know, you're doing for me anyways. I was sure. like doing my A stuff, course, like trying to fly. And like during it, I was like, Jesus, I never want to say any of this fucking shit I know, again. I know. And I had like this bit that kind of became about Triscuits that turned into a five minute bit. Okay, great. And it's just like extreme, very extreme dream and then i was like i have so much of this stuff you know what i'm gonna make a whole show i love this so everyone needs to go see chew on this it's a solo show i mean what a cool i i i'm like i'm jealous of this whole thing i Thank saw because i saw the poster i'm like jared you're fucking up <laughs> fucking eating your lunch what i mean what's your what are your feelings on triska you don't have to don't give away the bit but oh you I, like them or hate them i they're awful well this is the end of the podcast <laughs> Well, I'm, it's a, hard. I'm a fan. I know, but people ride so hard I, for Well, them. people ride hard for everything. If you come out strong against or for something, there's like a, a reaction for every action. Yeah. Like I, I, what is it? Oh, I, I posted about steel cut oats. Like I, yeah. I think that's the dumbest thing <laughs> in the entire, like the guy today, I was at a coffee place. Yeah. I, so I'm trying to eat oatmeal. I, I used to eat oatmeal every day. Yeah. And at some point <laughs> I got off of the oatmeal kick and yeah. I was like, it's too much food. Like yeah. for some reason I was like, I, I, I can't, for some reason I was like, man, the reason, the problem with my weight is the oatmeal. Like, no, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Look at a horse. A horse eats oats and look at it. You don't see any yeah. fat horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it's the alcohol, you fucking idiot. So I'm, <laughs> so I, I'm back on oats. Yeah. And so... I go to the guy at the coffee place, West Hollywood, and I'm like, it's a night, you know, I go to a coffee, and I'm like, I got my protein shake, I'm gonna have it with my oatmeal. I go, can I, you got oatmeal here? And he goes, we have steel cut oats. Yeah. And I go, and like, I, I'm in my head, I'm seething. <laughs> Cause I'm like, 
You don't know the fucking differences. I don't know the differences. I don't. Why are you saying this? Just yeah, say yeah, yeah, we, yeah, 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 yeah. We got the oats. Right, right. We got the oats. What do you? So like, I, we yeah. Can like, well, I I just did a 15 day vegan cleanse mm. in uh, coming off a tour. I was like, I want to snap back. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the breakfast was oatmeal, half cup of oatmeal with berries, and I hadn't had oatmeal in yeah. I don't know how fucking long. I like meat at breakfast. Yeah, the, the oatmeal, it, there's nothing good about it except the feeling you have when you're done. I, I think it's like, to me, eating oatmeal is like going to the gym. Like, yeah. you don't like it during it. You don't like when you're about to do it. When you're done, you're like, oh, wow, uh, I'm not shitting myself every five seconds. This <laughs> yes. is great. For me, I was like, it's fine. Oh, I was like, I'm whatever. I'm Never like, mind it's, then. I'm like, it's sustenance, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm it's... never going to be like, wow, oatmeal is so fucking good. No, 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 no. No yeah. one's eating oatmeal because they yeah. love it. They're lying to themselves. All right, but so let's do the podcast. You ready? Uh, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Blair Saki. At Blair Saki. The show is December 12th. It's a solo show called Chew on This. I know this audience is going to love it, so go, go, go. Um, let's do... I mean, I haven't looked at these emails in so long. I'm like I'm like out of shape I'm for this show. I'm so excited. You know I love your social media so much. Oh, thank you. Um, I mean, I love your comedy too, but like, I love the charcuterie board assessments, and I also Ugh. love the dating um, advice. Oh, thank you. Because you know I've texted you a few times asking <laughs> dating app stuff. <laughs> you because have. Because I love your analysis. Thank you. I Well, the charcuterie board, that's where I... The Trisket thing speaks to me because when I come out with a charcuterie board thought, I'm like big on anti-grapes right now. Yeah, no, I've been f- watching you're, closely. You're informed. Um, yeah. And people are like, like, I get mad. Like yeah. people are like, no, you, I like the sweet with the, with the savory. And I'm like, no, no, no. But if you were in a fucking desert island, grape isn't on the list. Right, right, Like what right. are we talking about? So yeah. I understand. <laughs> Help a girl adjust to a new climate. Okay. This could be. Okay, yeah, sure. Big fan of your resting rant <laughs> voice, your Twitter presence, and the decision to moonlight as a charcuterie critic. Again, is mm-hmm. this you? Here we go. I just graduated from a small private college, found a rewarding job, and got my own place. It's an exciting time for this 22-year-old girl. I'm happy with my life and it's independence, so I'm not rushing to get a boyfriend, but life is more exciting when you have a crush or at least someone you're excited to get a text from, you know? Yeah, we can understand that. I'm on the standard set uh, I'm on the standard set of dating apps and fell into a pattern this summer. I'd meet up with a guy a couple times, they'd want to keep seeing me, and I'd break it off. Either a major red flag would surface or they would just be too different from what I expected based on their profile. Normal. Uh, I don't ghost, not afraid of confrontation, but it still makes me feel bad to reject, rinse, repeat. Currently taking a break from the apps while I figure out what my deal is and seek advice on what to do differently. Coming from such a tight-knit college environment, my dating pool was comprised of people I already knew. I didn't use uh, Tinder or Bumble or all, all that back then. I could get to know guys in classes, extracurriculars, become attracted to them in non-dating contexts, and then make a move if I was feeling it. I want some suggestions how I can meet guys in person without pretense or expectations set up by dating pro- app profile. A lot of what attracts me to someone in the sound of their voice and how they behave in social settings, those th- uh, things don't come across on Bumble. I'm active in my community, and most of my fellow volunteers are decades older and married i can't count on extracurriculars to do the trick like they did in undergrad so 
Do you think it's outdated for a girl to go to bars alone to meet someone when the culture is so app-centered? When I go out to bars with my friends, catching up with them is the priority. I don't want to be the friend who's half paying attention to the conversation, half prowling for men. Do you have any suggestions for where I could go out solo in Chicago? If I go to a bar and a guy offers to me, uh, me a drink, what's a go-to drink I could order that's cool and also isn't too expensive? He- please help re- a red wine lover not be so overwhelmed by lengthy beer lists. Being in my twenties is early 20s is fun. It won't last forever. I just want to get the most out of it. Thanks. I love this email. Very thoughtful, well-written, uh, has awareness. Blair, do you have any thoughts? Any? <laughs> yes, I mean, very analytical. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like I that like, you're yeah. laughing at it. You're like, <laughs> I don't relate to this at all. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, this, is this bitch an engineer? Jesus Christ. It's um, a fantastic email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wow. I mean, you've really considered this from all angles, but like you're 20, you're 22. When I was 22, I went to a bar with a mm. couple of my girlfriends. I'd point at a guy. Yeah. And be like, you're in love with me. Yes. And literally, we'd be making yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 22, bitch. You can do anything you want. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, you run the bar. Yeah, I think, like, you don't need to go to a bar by yourself. You can go with your friends and be like, hey, let's slay some dick tonight. Totally. She said she said something very important. She's like, I'm not going to be in my early 20s for long. Yeah, that means your early 20s, it's not really... How do I put this? It's your early 20s... The biggest difference is that you have a lot of friends. Yeah. You have a lot of people in your contact list who are down to go out. And who want to go out all the time. And like. want to meet people. And and so when the way she says it, you're I think she's being a little too hard on herself where she's like, I don't want to be the one prowling. For, I'm here to meet my friends. It's like you need to open up your hangouts to you. Maybe your hangouts need to be about meeting guys. You know, where you Absolutely. Have, hey, three girls. Let You call two other girls. Let's go out. And find some date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Be safe, obviously. You know, ask the right questions. Make sure you're watching your drink and make sure all those things that a parent would tell you. But at the same time, like, this is the time of your life to go with friends, not alone. You can be 45 and divorced at a hotel bar and sad looking. A lot, you know, like <laughs> we have listeners of that age too. But I'm saying, the, the reason they're alone is because their friends have babies and things to do. Yeah, no, I what I was gonna say is, you're 22. You're putting so much. It sounds like you're putting a lot of thought into meeting the right guy, and it's like. Just be loose, have fun, go out like with your friends. Like, there's no reason you need to be going to a bar alone. I've been thinking about this. I'm so jealous because now I'm in my 30s mm. and like I can't just date a comedian I have a crush on because he's in my vicinity because I want to like settle down. So I can't just <laughs> date these fucking jackasses anymore that I have a great time sure. with. Like you can, you can date whoever the fuck you want and do whatever you want. Like I think you're thinking too seriously right I, now. I do too. I think like you got to lighten up. Also, no, I the one thing she also wrote, and I know this podcast can be a little bit mis- misleading. She writes the day the app centric world. Everyone wants to be off these apps. Oh, everyone right. wants the wildness of a night out with their friends. Yeah, where they end up in a bed that's not their own. Yeah, Every, that's kind of the dream—a safe, fun night with someone that you just met on the fly that you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe it's something bigger. Maybe it's not. Probably not. So yeah. it's like that's 
kind of the fun of early 20s. And, like, listen, let me tell you this right now. You know, Blair's, like, you just said she's in her 30s. She's not looking for that. Guys in their 30s are looking for that for what you're looking for, too. Like, yeah, they, you yeah. know, you you go to a bar, guys are fucking idiot, immature assholes, and they're out there looking for the same thing as you. Where yeah, it's for, like for fun. For yeah. fun. So I think you're in a good position. I think Chicago's the perfect city for this. I think get the troops together and let them know it's D night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Fucking, you know, woo woo. You can sound have a the girl horn. night the next night. You can get to know each other on a Sunday afternoon. You can catch up. Thursdays <laughs> for hunting. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Blair Saki at Blair Saki on Instagram. We're sponsor people. Woo! Roman, Roman, Roman. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Whether it's a knee injury, bad back, or something worse, guys are usually more comfortable with rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. I'm guilty of it myself. Yeah, I'm the worst with this shit. I today went to the gym, did some squats. What up? <laughs> my knee is like hurting a little bit. In my mind, I was like, well, fuck your knee. You got to fucking look better. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm like, like, I'm like one of those idiots. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing this in my everyday life. We don't take care of ourselves enough. And a lot of it has to do with like the guy thing of like, eat what you hunt, you know, where it's like, everything's easy and lazy and and nothing's planned like that girl in the last email she's like well everyone's just looking down at their phone no 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 no, no. guy will look up from his phone <laughs> see you make eye contact with him and go oh you look good <laughs> yeah you know like what are you fucking put on a low cut top sweetie that's right <laughs> i didn't say that the female guest said that but i agree power the same is true for erectile dysfunction <laughs> Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. That's the dream, people. To turn on your computer, beep, boop, 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 boop. Put in your problem, have someone go, you got a problem, and then prescribe you something. This is what we're all fucking looking for. So, listen, you can do everything discreetly online. No waiting rooms, no, uh, no bad trips to the pharmacy. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com slash JTrain, complete an online visit, chat with a doctor, and if the doctor decides it would be safe and appropriate, they'll ship genuine medication right to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. GetRoman.com slash JTrain. Get on that. Oh, my God. I'm seriously so glad someone invented that. Holy right? shit. <laughs> this is for you, ladies. <laughs> it is for us. Really? Uh, yes. Are you dealing with ED dudes? Are you I mean, seeing that? I'm in your... not right now, but I certainly Are have. Are you seeing someone now? No. No? So you're um, out there? You're, you're meeting like, guys? It's a big problem. It's an issue. It's a big problem out there. I, I've said this in the past, but one of these companies did a commercial with Snoop Dogg. And it's so funny. Here's how fucked up guys are about their penis. Snoop Dogg got paid like millions of dollars. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the commercial, he goes, "ED's a big problem. Not for me. 
But maybe for you, he, he insisted had, that he had was to in insist. the contract. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm not fucking. No, doing no, no, this. no, no, no. You could say not for you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So he's getting paid by this company. He like, if I was paid a million dollars by by, like, listen, I'm reading it on the air now. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I got a dead dick. Like, yeah, I'd be yeah, out yeah. there. Like Snoop Dogg's like, no, no, no. I got principles. I know that's hilarious. He's like, I don't care if I'm known as the the king of weed. It is a big <laughs> problem, though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not for me, but I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Blair Saki, December 12th, chew on this. Um, booked a trip to London with a London guy. I haven't seen him in eight months. Help. J Train, feather, feather. I found myself in a very niche situation and would love your wisdom. I was working in London January. Janu. Jantoon. What does the <laughs> fuck does that mean? Um, Where. Oh, just a type. Man, wow! <laughs> I didn't know June. I'm one letter away from not knowing June. Man, I feel dumber and dumber every day. I was working in London, Jan to tune. <laughs> Jan tune. So funny. I'm Ron. I'm Ron Burgundy. Like that's the same thing. Of last year, met with. <laughs> so January to June. <laughs> of last year, met a guy early on. We were together for the duration of my stay, and it was incredible. However, I decided to end things when I moved back to Boston, even though I didn't want to, because I didn't want to do long distance. Surprise, surprise, he slid way back into my DMs around August, and we've texted every day since. I'm going to be honest, it was definitely due to mutual loneliness, and it was nice to have someone to lightly talk to every day while I trudge through this part of my life. I'm leaving my job in December and planning to move next year, so I haven't really been dating. Long backstory, but basically one day we were talking, got carried away, and booked a trip together in January. In theory, I'm excited because I miss him. But now I kind of feel weird because we haven't talked in person in eight months, which is wild. Normally, I would think uh, of this as a super strange, but since we dated for almost six months, it doesn't feel that way. One, how weird is this? Okay, Blair, is this weird? Not weird at all. Not at all. <laughs> I am like, I've day. never been less, I've never <laughs> thought of a situation that's less weird. It's not like you met him on some like third party site. And then you're now you're going to meet him, but you've never seen his picture. Yeah, That's weird. Yeah, yeah. This is a 90 day fiance. This, this is a guy you talk to every single day. This is a guy whose dick you've hypothetically already sucked. Yeah. Like, okay, thousand. so we're, listen, get weird off the table. Yeah. How weird is this? Okay, we both agree now. I've never been in a texting situation before, but sometime, somehow the time just escaped. Yeah, you know, you're, we, this is not, this is weird to your mom. This isn't weird to us. It's weird to your mom because she's like, how could you go to London and not, and then texting her? You yeah. writing letters? You know, like, she'd be annoying about it. Yeah. This is not weird to 2019 young people. I'm never not in a text relationship with someone I wouldn't <laughs> date in real life. I mean, my girlfriend <laughs> said to me, my girlfriend said to me the other, she, like, we were in a big fight. She's like, we, we have a relationship over text. I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. That's, that's what every like, relationship is. That is what every relationship is. Yeah. So. Yeah. I get it, though. It's hard. Like, I recently cut one off because I was like, this isn't good. I'm like, get, it's discouraging me from dating because I'm, like, getting needs met. Oh, you were getting enough met through the text. Through, like, a text relationship. Interesting. That's funny because it is, it is one of those things where it's like, you get to write your own script. You get to sound cool. You get to sound like however you want to sound. Yeah. You also don't have to do anything. 
You, it's like the laziest. Like you literally, you could be like, you could be laying next to your phone watching TV, where yeah. the phone is. You're only talking to one person, yeah. but you're like, I get to do this on my own time. Yeah, but also you can accidentally get close because you're like, I'm never gonna date this person. I'm totally. Sure. And then I, I was like, oh, wait. Do I like this person? I gotta go. Yeah, Bye. yeah. We're you can get close over text without really being close. Yeah, and it isn't real though. Like yeah. the thing is, like you don't really know someone until you see how they react to the things you say. It's yeah. like it's a little bit of a fake. It's a false closeness. But so I understand why she's asking if it's weird. But you did have this six month period together where you're like, I know this works in person, and it will be great. So lean on the experience you had while also knowing that. This texting you've been having is because of loneliness, but it exists because you had good experiences in the past together. So she yeah, writes, have a great time. how do I go about this without with knowing there is a high possibility it won't be the same anymore? Side note, I'm a dual citizen and I'm trying to move back to London next year. And he knows that. Also, side note, the texts are basically friendly and we aren't a couple anymore. Thanks. Uh, Classic Shelb, our, our normal producer does celeb lookalikes and she's asking for one but he's not here today she's very cute Kate Middleton she's got a Middleton look that yeah. one on the left yeah 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 she's she's cute what do you uh, do you think I think she what do you think about this it event? sounds like she's worried she's not gonna be physically attracted to him really when she was like how do I cause the question is what I'm worried it won't be the same and that's like, interesting i never thought of it that oh way. No, but you, otherwise I, yeah. it's like you already put in the trip you talk every day you like each other enough even if it ends up as just friends just have a great time bang, yeah do whatever you want there's no real strings attached yes yeah, i think she's gotta go she's gotta have fun she's gotta enjoy it act like a couple see you know see what try on the shirt see if it fits um consider this like a second round of dating yeah and she says she wants to move back to london yeah this might work out like listen everybody has their story everyone has a version of how they got together with who they're with it's not clean it's not you know sometimes you break up and you, you go oh wait we came back together over instagram because we were lonely but then we realized like then then we even gave each other more of each other because we dug into it like I, I think this is a good thing. Like, I, I'm not someone who... I like that she, they broke up. I like that they broke up, and when she moved, she didn't, like, chase after this, like, like this, like, security blanket of the mm -hmm. boyfriend back home. And she went and fucking went for it. And mm -hmm. now, you know, he's coming back. And that's, you know, a lot of times women will write, like, hey, he says he doesn't want to be in a relationship. And then... Um, and I understand that. So we're just going to hook up and I'm, and I'm wondering if he'll ever change his mind. And I'm like, and my advice is always like, I don't think this is the way to see if he'll change his mind. Oh my God. No God. Um, it's hard. Cause like you can, you're people who ask that question knowing what the answer yeah, is already. And they, but the answer is like, if they're telling you explicitly, you don't want a relationship. Yeah. And, and and then I say to them, and I hate saying this because I'll go, you have to take a break. You have to stop. And maybe they come back. And I say maybe they come back. The when percentage, they realize what they lost. Yeah, it but does But the percentage work. is 1%. Yeah. Like it's not, and I hate saying it because it's such, it's not. I'd we, say it's probably like 15% in let's my say guess. It's, let's say it's 15. Yeah, Fine. yeah. But you can't count on the exception to be 
the reality. Oh, not so at all. Fifteen percent is what we're coming to. We're agreeing on. Okay, right. as the number. So this situation where he came back, he did come back to you after a long enough time being single, where you were single. I like that you're cautious. I like that you guys took a real break. Have this fun thing. Act like your fucking boyfriend and girlfriend on the trip. See how it feels. And then you leave. And then you see if it's someone you're... Like, sometimes there's just a magnetic thing where it's like, we always come back to each other. Worst. Is it? Oh, my God. Has that happened to you? Um, I was on and off with someone for eight years. Eight mm-hmm. years? Yeah. <laughs> it's done, done. Explain but... that. Well, uh... <clears throat> We, I mean, he's from my town, but he's how I started comedy, and then we mm. got back together before, right before I moved back from New York, and we were together for like a year. Um, you got together right before you moved back from New York, while I was you, still in New York. So then you came back here. You guys were together. Yeah. So this is pretty recent. I mean, a little. Was, we've been broken up for like fifteen months. Or something. Not that you're counting or anything. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> so. Do you talk at all? No, but I'm fully. I'm. I'm always about breakups. No talk. I'm that way too. I. I don't think we're. How are you supposed to detach or like you? I feel like it's great to have like when you end things, and I like to part on like nice ways, mm-hmm. and and then like a mutual block on everything. Yeah, it's I healthier. have not seen one thing. Of my ex, and I don't, ch- and I don't cheat either. I never look, and my friends are always like, "Are you fucking insane?" I'm like, "No, I don't want to look. Like, yeah. I don't. I want to move on." I'm. That's the thing. I want to move on is such a great thing to say because it does have to. You have to want to. Right. You have to because it is. It is there. Yeah. You know the account is there. Yeah. You know you can find it. Mm-hmm. You know you can look and you can think of what if, and it's really the the reality is. You already decided on what if. Oh, yeah, totally. 15 months ago, you decided there is no what if. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to trust 15 months ago you to make the decisions for today you. Well, I feel like it now, like, I mean, I get crushes on comics all the time, but it's so different than when I was in my 20s where I was like, oh, yeah, I could have a relationship with this person. I'm like, no, I can't. Well, (laughs) I I mean, uh, this email relates. Tough love when seeking closure. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, 1000%. My ex and I broke up nearly a year ago for quite unclear reasons, which has meant which has meant the the pain has lasted a long time as I've spent a lot of energy trying to work out what happened. In a nutshell, he appeared to have an emotional breakdown, expressed that he was a manic depressive, and although he loved me, he didn't know what he could give me in the relationship. Other seemingly secondary issues he cited at the time were about our opposite working schedules. I'm a teacher, he's a bartender, and although he was never said so, I think we were uh, there were issues with communication. Yeah. All, all relationships. And us having slightly different sex drives. Me wanting more and him physically closing off more and more by the end of the relationship. I eventually ended it after weeks and of to and fro. She also wrote she's from the UK and I skipped that. But that's why... To and, to and fro. Uh, <laughs> but even though we stayed in touch platonically for content... But I eventually ended it after weeks of off... Of to and fro. I guess that's off and on there. But even though we stayed in touch platonically, for context, the relationship itself was only a year long but felt very intense. Fast forward to December. We now live in different cities. We recently met for coffee when I was visiting town. I expressed that I was still in love with him and struggling to move past the idea of us. He said that he felt the same, but that things were complicated. When I asked for answers, he declined to give any. A week or two later, and I have now seen on Facebook that he has a new girlfriend. Dun-dun-dun. 
as I've seen photos of them on holiday together with a mutual friend. He said he didn't tell me because he missed me and wanted to keep me in his life. I said that I couldn't understand why and that it must be about satisfying his own ego and keeping me on the back burner, which he denied. He said he's trying to move on and he was the happiest that he's ever been with me, but that things are just different now. I'm hoping this is the reality check that I need to finally move on, but I'm looking to you for some kind of answers that I can give myself in the absence of clarity. Why would he say he's still in love with me, but that things are different now? I want to believe that if someone truly loved me, that there would be enough and we'd figure it out, which is probably uh, really naive. No, it's not. I don't think it's a naive thought at all. What do you think? I think that... Hold on. Oh, go ahead. Sorry about that. I'll read the rest of this. Okay, go ahead. I'm tired of using his poor mental health as a crutch for what may have been other issues in our relationship that I have not not yet accepted. I write to you uh, after another sleepless night of anxiously overanalyzing. So my final question is, how do I stop giving this mental energy and finally move on? Love your refreshing insights. Forgot to mention that I'm 25 and he is 29. So go on. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, that's okay. I think that, you know, in the last email, they broke up because she moved. And besides that, I think that 99% of breakups are meant to be. And yeah. and speaking from my own experience, on and off relationships do not work. Mm. There's a reason for them. And this guy, there is, there could be a truth that he, part of him still is in love with you. But the fact is he's moved on mm. and is in a, a whole nother relationship. I don't think anyone should be waiting around for anyone or convincing someone to get back together with them. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I totally agree with what you said about like these all end for a reason. A thousand percent. And and it's like when people say my mental health and listen, I'm not downplaying mental health and issues people have. But, you know, to me, it seems weird when you're going through something to ask someone you love to love you less to Uh go away yeah you know you want support and i know and the fact that he has a new girlfriend i mean like that kind of debunks the whole (laughs) thing like yeah why is this girl better equipped than you were and i think here's what i really think i think he does love you yeah i think you can love a lot of people yeah. I think you can love a lot of people at different parts of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can also know that someone you love isn't the fit for you to be with as a partner. Yes. So it's okay. You can be like, I get why. Yeah, yeah. And and you know what? The hardest part about ending something with someone where they're where you love them is, you kind of wish you'd walk in on them cheating on you. Yeah. Like, like I, you wish you had a hard, you know concrete reason that you could go you cheated i leave this has no reason so for someone that like him where he's like getting asked for answers he's getting asked for answers he can't give yeah so that's why every time you go to him he goes to a new thing that he has to say to not hurt you he can't look at you and go yeah i love you but i don't want to ever marry you and be with you right he can't say that yeah yeah. it's impossible to say to someone you love But that's the reality. Yeah. The reality is... Or this girl... Or like, yeah, what you're saying, he he could definitely love you, but this girl's a better fit for yeah. him. And, and I, I think... Let's take this out of his hands. You are great and wonderful in your own special way. I'm not just blowing smoke. I'm just saying there's a butt for every seat. You know, you're going to figure this out. I think you need to... And Blair said this before. Shut it down. You yeah. got to unsubscribe. You can't be platonic. 
You Absolutely can't handle not. this. It's it's you know what? Some love is a drug. So that's my new single coming out next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I fully agree though. No, it fully love is. is. You love is a drug. You know it from when you watch 90 Day Fiance and you see these people that are like out of their minds. They just have like they they have like fucking like fog <laughs> over their eyes. Love is a drug. Right now, you can't interact with the drug in this way. Everyone, when you know, you're some having people, withdrawals. Yeah, like you can't. Yeah, it, it's like you know those people that are like, I'm an alcoholic. If I have one beer, I'll have a thousand. Yeah, this is your version of that. Yeah, you, if you have one coffee, you're gonna want all the coffee. Right, with right, them. right. So you can't do this. You have to let go of them. You have to unsubscribe. You have to be appreciative of this part of your life. This is the this is I think what happens a lot with people in breakups is they go they're like wishing for a time to have back. It's not a waste of time. Your relationship is the reason you are the person you are today. Mm-hmm. It's the reason that you're going to judge the next person based on what the last person you liked and didn't like. Yeah. So you've just gotten taste from him. Be appreciative of that. Be appreciative of that, of that you had it and everything and everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for the best. And what happened with him? It was great. You said it was intense. It was a good year. <laughs> Time to find someone to have a yeah, new year with. But these, like these on and off relationships, I wish. I mean, it's. I know <laughs> this so deeply, but I yeah. wish just everyone knew. Like they don't work. Like you think they're gonna work, yeah. and it's all it is is like it ends up being drama, and it's like everyone deserves easy like nice love where both people are on the same page not trying to work so fucking hard that's the thing and it's like this is already more work than it's worth (laughs) like you are spend the work getting over him yeah it's time to go yeah gabagoo (laughs) listen i'm we're sponsor people Woo! this is the sponsor i need you all to listen closely okay this is the sponsor i let i saved it for the end for the real ogs okay because if you're listening right now I'm going to give you free money. Ring that bell. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Free money alert. Honey, 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 honey. Giving holiday gifts is great. Overspending on all those gifts is definitely not. So why spend more than you have to? Have to? Finding the lowest price is easy if you have honey. Honey is a free browser extension that automatically finds the best promo codes whenever you shop online. All right. So listen, you go online you beep boop, 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 you put in what you're buying, you put in your checkout, literally honey pops right up and starts going through the internet to find you the deal. So that's Papa JT giving you free money for the rest of time. You're welcome. So honey has found over, it's over 10 million members, over a billion dollars in savings. Honey supports over 20,000 stores online. Honey has over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. If you are buying gifts this holiday season, then you need Honey. If you're not, you probably know someone who is, so do them a solid and tell them about Honey. Honey can help make sure that you're getting the best price for whatever you're buying. It's free to use and installs in just two clicks. Get Honey for free. Joinhoney.com slash JTrain. That's joinhoney.com slash JTrain. People. If you don't go to joinhoney.com slash JTrain, you're a fucking idiot. Because I have it and I use it. I'm just telling you, like, you, you couldn't be dumber. 
<laughs> and maybe we'll find out that the reason the Russians stole all our information <laughs> is for money, but who knows? <laughs> That's what we got. Uh, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Brett, how much time are we at? Is he even listening? They're watching TV in there. Yeah. Uh, watching some tight-ass video where someone just... Some cool YouTube. Gets hit in the face. Let's do... Uh, we'll do two more emails. We, okay. we can get to... Let's get to seven. Okay? Okay. Um, let's do... Um, it makes me sad thinking about people convincing others to love them. It sucks. And y- you know what? You don't have to do that. Yeah. Like, you really don't. And I think the the idea is that the idea here's the thing it's you know what's hard to do when someone says get down and do push-ups yeah and you go how many yeah as many as you can right and then you go and start doing push-ups you do like three and you're like oh i can't do more than three yeah and then someone says go do 20 push-ups and you go i can do fucking 20 and then you do 20 yeah that's the difference that's 20 push-ups is the relationship you had right do a bunch of push-ups is the future of what my relationship's going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just different. I know. Politics, the South, and dating. <laughs> Thanks for everything you do. I'm one of your biggest supporters down here in Tennessee. Woo! <laughs> Sue! <laughs> I'm coming to Tennessee. Nashville, baby. I'm coming for Zanies. a very special Valentine's Day Ooh. show. Zanies. Get your tickies. JaredFree.com. Speaking of Tennessee, my question is concerning how to date someone who is your polar opposite politics-wise. I have friends who would say uh, to just not date them. They aren't your match, which seems reasonable. However, I'm a liberal in the South. It seems like there's no way to avoid dating someone conservative unless I want to wait until I'm 93 to get married. (laughs) I have been on many dates and have yet to meet a single man who is either moderate or doesn't think politics is a big deal. Every single one has been the biggest conservative, and they say they cannot date me if I don't convert. It seems very, that's everybody like, you dated is that way? That's like where I'm from. This has happened many times, including a long distance relationship, uh, in long distance relationships. For background, I'm pretty liberal, but only talk politics if they got brought up. I'm not someone who goes out of the way to stir the pot. I met a guy a few weeks ago and it seemed like it might end up, and for the same reason. He's convinced that he's going to change me and tell me, tell him that the only way this will work is if he is, if he accepts it, if he accepts it and we agree to disagree. We kind of let things up in the air about it recently, and I just don't know what to do. Is it hopeless if you date someone who is your polar opposite in politics? I try to be understanding and calm during discussions, but the guys usually get pretty heated up and wind up escalating to yelling frequently. How do I avoid this sincerely liberal in the South? Yeehaw. <laughs> she wrote, yeah. So what do you think? You said you're they, from a... Um, they end up yelling at you? <laughs> I mean, this seems... Okay. Okay. This well, seems I to me... I relate to this. But hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt you. need you. to date nicer dudes. Yeah. To me, this isn't... Like, to me, you... I can't... Listen, I'm taking the re- the listener at their word. But I travel the country every week. I was just in Alabama. It's, you know... There's a lot of straw men and women being built in this world on the internet. I can go and tweet right now. Oh man, I went to a coffee shop with this vegan hipster loser. You know, I, I can paint a picture yeah. of someone that doesn't exist, and mm-hmm. you would all be like, "Fuck that vegan yeah, loser yeah. hipster." You know, like we, we can all do that. You know, I I I believe that people are more, way more nice, way more considerate 
when you meet them in person. I do understand this does happen, but you're saying. Well, I, I do think you need to date. And I, like you need yeah, these a are, chill dude. These people are just not good people. people. Yeah, but it is confusing. I get it. Like I'm from Orange County and everyone's Republican there. Everyone I are grew they? up with, my whole family, everyone I know. Mm. And I'm liberal. But like when I, it's confusing, like I'm attracted to a lot of the guys there. Sure. So I don't know. But I feel like. I feel like a guy who loves you is not going to give a fuck. But I get it that a lot of people you're around are Republican. I think you just need to find a more chill dude that's yeah. more your fit. I And listen, there are chill Republicans. There yeah. are people that don't end conversations with, agree to disagree, I disagree, agree to disagree. Like, yeah. There are people out there that disagree with you but can empathize with a position. That's not, you know, so to me this isn't a, like she asked can you date someone who's a polar opposite politically I do think you can yeah but that person also has to respect you and respect your opinion that's someone the could, m- bigger issue that's the bigger issue here. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it's not about yeah like you guys could be I mean yeah you could this person could be a more liberal version of you and treat you the same way right. they could say you're using a plastic straw yeah um <laughs> do you know how many t- you know like and you could be like, well, I didn't even know. And they'd be like, you have to know. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. this could be the same for anyone on any, right. there's a spectrum for all this stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, like, to me it's strange that you're meeting these people on dating apps or however you're meeting them. And there's such, like, you're having good conversations on the apps and then finding out. Like, to me, when, like, I've gotten this question before where they're like, I met someone, we get along great, then I found out that they voted Republican. And I'll go... Yeah, but you met and you were great. How they voted, I know you might disagree with how they voted, but you got to this point. You know, like you obviously have some commonalities and it's been good so far if this is the if that's the only thing, but that's a different thing than they're yelling at you. I mean, the question too is like, yeah, well one you should be dating a nice person. Two, it's like do you care that they're Republican cuz maybe you're bringing this up too soon. Maybe you should keep it under wraps like an STD until like when you need to like <laughs> have sex. Yeah, like yeah, I don't she says she doesn't stir the pot, but it's like I'm, and not to blame the 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 emailer but I'm like, how does this even come up? Like, yeah, maybe you need to bring wait a while so that like there's a connection and maybe it's like it does a become a little bit like religion because if you do even saying even on a date like I've never been on a date and been like, so what's your politics? Like I would never I would say never that. say that. Like I, if we're getting along, we're getting along. Yeah. And if they later said to me like if we were like a couple weeks in, they were like, yeah, and uh, um. Yeah, I go around throwing blood at people in fur coats. I'd be like, "Really?" <laughs> I'm like, well, "That's that's news." And, and I would be like, "Why do you do that?" And they're like, "Well, I never saw that. Coming. I didn't see it coming." <laughs> well, I, the, where do you keep the blood? Like, I would be more. I'd be like, I, I, I guess cool. I don't know. Like, I'd be like, I, I don't agree with that, but I, I. I, I want to know where this came from. I would I'd be more inquisitive than I would be like, like every waking day in this country. I just want to be less around extreme people yeah, on yeah, either yeah. side. Less. If, yeah. If you like anything, I hate you. Like if you are <laughs> extreme, extreme in any way, anyway. on any side, I do not want to be near you. This is politics. This is food. <laughs> yeah. This is like, I, 
<laughs> anything. It doesn't matter. Anything. If you care too much about something, I don't want to date you. I want everyone to go, ah, I don't know. We're all going to die. I want every conversation to end with, I don't know. We're all going to die anyways. Who cares? It's just like, it feels so like contentious it, all the fucking time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to have a good life. I'm trying to chill. I'm trying to have a happy Well, day. that's your privilege, Blair. I you know. know. Like, well, and then you're I like, am, okay. I am privileged. But can you imagine being around someone who's like, oh, that's your privilege? Like, <laughs> like that would be like, get the fuck away from me. Well, you were just trying to intercede what someone was thinking. Yes. Just hearing me say I'm trying that. to cut off <laughs> yeah, yeah. the asshole by being the asshole. Yeah, it's all fucked up. I'm just saying, like, this guy. I feel sorry for her. I feel sorry for her. I don't like that you're going on dates like this. If this, if someone was to be that un, not understanding about that, they're not understanding about everything else. So if like, I'm gonna dominate you because that's totally. what these people are doing. And they exist on every side of yeah. everything. When I say I don't like grapes on my charcuterie board. <laughs> I understand why people eat grapes. I get why people eat grapes. I like grapes. They're fine. Yeah. I'm just saying you have a finite amount of space. <laughs> and if you're at a party, I ain't there to have grapes. Right, right, right. And I'm saying the same about Triscuits. Fine. There you go. But have, I think you should have the self-esteem to find, you know, a cracker that doesn't need a ton of shit on it. What's the cracker? What What is the, what are you, what, don't offer problems, not solutions. What well, are we you talking? know oh. the polarity, it's sweet thins. Wow. Wheat thins are meant to, you can eat them alone. Get your dad on the phone, let you me talk to him. You have to, Triscuits, you I have need to, to, talk to your, dress I need to them hear, up did, with so much shit. Are you just trying to revolt against your father, <laughs> who's a Triscuit guy? Is this what this is no, all about? No, my dad is actually... <laughs> This is, I say this in the act, but w we agree on the Triscuits. No, you do. This is, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the thing. <laughs> I support your comedy career. Yeah, like, what yeah. is, this is the thing. <laughs> no, my parents have never seen me do stand-up. What? Or any of my Why? Like, TV stuff or anything. Um, this is insane. They're They've definitely seen. What do you mean they're conservative? What does that have to do with like, anything? Like, they're afraid of what I'm going to say. I, I've never seen you do anything that I'd be like, I can't believe her parents have seen this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't, like, I don't know. I haven't, like, grabbed my pearls. <laughs> I know. In the yeah, back. Well. That's how I go to every comedy show. I yeah, go yeah. with <laughs> my purse, my pearls on, and I go, my word. Every time I see you back there, I'm like, yeah. Jared, my please brooch. lighten up, God. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what is, so they've definitely Googled your I mean, digital I, stuff. I like, guess, yeah. Well, but we've never Are they going to come to chew? No. Chew on this? No, 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 no. They should come to this. It's food. It's what is <laughs> I, I still have a lot of inappropriate things, but Well, they should go see you if they're yeah. listening right now. What if this was the thing they they're like, <laughs> oh, check this out. <laughs> she talks a lot about they debated charcuterie boards and told someone to go fuck a lot. <laughs> Uh, Blair, thank you for coming. We only had this is yes, it. it you got to so get out of here. Good Always a blast you. to see you. Yeah. It's so good to get back together and mm -hmm. do this. Um, everyone, go follow Blair at Blair Saki on Instagram and Twitter. Solo show. Chew on this. December twelfth, ten p.m. at the Lyric Hyperion. Mm -hmm. uh, tickets on Lyric website or Blair's Instagram bio. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Um, such a pleasure to be here at the Comedy Store. Thank you for having us. Um, We'll be back next episode. Boom.